expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened down 45 points this morning from yesterday's close at 12,942 on turnover of 2.83 billion NT. The Mainland Affairs Council says Taiwan will further relax its entry restrictions on Chinese students and Hong Kong and Macau residents with effect from November 7th as part of its gradual lifting of its COVID-19 control measures. The council says starting November 7th, Chinese students will again be allowed to enter Taiwan for short-term study and exchange programs. Meanwhile, people from Hong Kong and Macau will be allowed entry for work in office-based positions and for participation in religious activities. The MAC says Taiwan will also reopen its borders for tour groups of 5 to 40 people from Hong Kong and Macau for visits of up to 15 days. Currently, only Chinese students in undergraduate or graduate programs in Taiwan are allowed entry into the country, while Hong Kong and Macau residents can obtain entry permits only to visit relatives or attend family funerals. In international news, the International Energy Agency has warned that Europe could run low on gas in the next year. The agency warned that unless drastic measures are taken, the continent could see shortages as early as summer 2023. Our correspondent Alex Cadier reports from Brussels. We are ringing the alarm bells for European governments and the European Commission. So says Fatih Birol, the executive director of the International Energy Agency. He warned that Europe needs to urgently find a long-term solution to fill the gap left by Russian fossil fuels after the invasion of Ukraine, or else the continent could face shortages as early as summer 2023. The IEA has urged European leaders not to let recent warm weather lead to complacency. This year, Europe managed to fill its gas reserves to over 95% capacity and did so ahead of schedule. But these reserves are just an emergency failsafe, not a long-term solution. And the IEA warns that if alternative energy sources aren't found, Europe's reserves this time next year would be closer to 65% and likely lead to gas shortages in the winter. Alex Cadier, Brussels. Australian police have offered a $1 million Australian dollar reward for information on the whereabouts of an Indian national who is suspected of murdering a woman four years ago before returning to his homeland. Police say Queensland state officers who speak Hindi and Punjabi are waiting in Cairns to be contacted from India about where 34-year-old Rajinde Singh can be found.
Singh was a nurse working at Innisfail, south of Cairns, when the body of 24-year-old Toya Cordingly was found on a beach north of Cairns in October 2018. Singh flew home to India the day after Cordingly's body was found, and police believe he remains there. And NATO Secretary General Jen Stoltenberg is urging Turkey to set aside its reservations over Finland and Sweden joining the military alliance. He insisted on Thursday that the two Nordic countries have fulfilled their security commitments to Ankara. Finland and Sweden applied for NATO membership in the months after Russia invaded Ukraine, abandoning their long-standing policies of military non-alignment. Turkey has threatened to block the process unless the Nordic neighbors meet its demands to crack down on individuals the Turkish government considers terrorists. Turkey's foreign minister says his government wants to see more concrete steps from the candidate countries. All 30 NATO member countries must ratify Finland and Sweden's accession. Only Turkey and Hungary have yet to do so. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again next week for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday. Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday. And English in the News, for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.